Recording live from Lincoln Financial Field, the one place on earth it seems like a good idea to start Carson Wentz in week one. It's the Quick Shot Podcast. <laughs> nice. Shots fired. Yeah, all right. Well, shots fired, but we got to go fast. Just like always, we got to cover 16 games, 16 minutes. So let's start with Thursday, September 8th. The Panthers head to Sports Authority Field at Mile High Stadium to face the Broncos. It's a Super Bowl rematch, kind of? Yeah, kind of, because the teams are totally different. Trevor Simeon's the quarterback for the Broncos now. Panthers' defense is missing a few key players like Josh Norman. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Simeon was, uh, had decent accuracy, but he only threw 285 yards on 43 throws, one touchdown, two picks. Like, I don't know, man. Like, Panthers' weakness is their secondary, and it's not getting tested this game. I think I'm taking the Panthers. All right, Panthers are three-point favorites. The over-under is 42, so Vegas agrees with you, Kevin, in general. Uh, I really like the Broncos, though. I like the Broncos' defense to get a big shutdown here and really slow down the Carolina Panthers' offense just enough to get the win. Maybe something like a, a 21-20, like real squeaker. Broncos are at home. They're going to have the crowd behind them. They're going to be unfailing that banner, too, during the yeah. game. Don't forget that. And I also, you know, I think every other year people underestimate the Panthers, and I think the Panthers win in a close game. All right. We're going to go uh, in order, so my favorite team gets pumped up to the top of my list here, so we'll skip the Seahawks for now. Uh, Packers versus Jaguars, 10 a.m. Pacific time. We're going from Everbank Field in Jacksonville, Florida, Green Bay, four-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like, Kevin? You know, Jaguars are at home, and they're a much-improved team. I think Yeldon's a good third down back. Ivory was a nice addition for running the clock out, but I still have no idea what to expect from Blake Bortles. He's a fantasy all-star and an on-the-field question mark, but just like Brett Favre, you know, sometimes these guys put it together, and... You know, he's kind of getting towards make or break years, so I think we'll know a lot more about the Jaguars after this game. I think because it's a home game for them, I'm going to pick the Jaguars in a shootout. I don't see the Packers losing to the Jaguars in week one. Pack are going to go. Yeah, if the Packers lose this game, um, go ahead and go to Vegas and place a bet on Mike McCarthy, first coach, to get fired at 80-1 to because that is a that is a money maker right there. So give me uh, give me the Pack just by by about seven. Uh, Bills are heading to M&T Bank Stadium to face the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore's a three-point favorite. Eric, what are you thinking? I like the Ravens. They're they're a team that is getting a lot of new players only because of the injuries that they had last year. The Bills, people are really high on Tyrod Taylor. I'm not. I think the Ravens win by 10. You know, I really like the Ravens. I'm high on the Ravens. Bills have to go into Baltimore. That's a good home field. You know, and I think the Bills are going to be, or the Ravens are going to be jacked up to kind of show what they got. The Bills are not starting off the year healthy. I'm taking the Ravens in that yeah, game. Yeah, same thing. Ravens are going to come out hot to show, like, hey, we're back. We they're going to make a statement right here, and I think they win by more than ten points. All right, the Bears head to Energy Stadium to place the Houston Texans. Houston is a seven point favorite. Um, I'm going to start this one. The Bears defense is terrible. The Texans are going to score like 48 points and destroy the Bears. You know, I'll tell you what, the Texans need to do that because if they don't, you can't take them real as a playoff contender because if they're a good team and their offense has actually improved, which their skill position players have gotten a lot better, they should blow them out. And I agree. I think the Texans are going to blow out the Bears. I'm a little down on the Texans, but they should definitely handle the Bears by 15. All right, here comes my joke. Carson Wentz-led Eagles are going to uh, have a home stand right here in Lincoln Financial Field against the Cleveland Browns. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm going to... Uh, let's have Kevin start this one. You know, I am putting this out. Can, if we need a sound effect on the keyboard, because I'm putting this up as on only win watch, this could be either team's only win of the season. <laughs> and, you know, starting a rookie quarterback, I really am going to go ahead and I'm going to give it to the Browns because if the Browns go up early, Philadelphia is going to boo their own team out of the stadium. 
I don't know what the Eagles have, but I think for the first time in a long time, Browns play for pride. Browns win. Uh, Robert Griffin III is going to come out against an old divisional opponent and really have something to prove. He wants to show that he's back. He wants to show that you know he's not a piece of garbage for leaving his wife and kid for another woman. So I'm going to say the Browns come out on top on this one. Uh, let's go to the Georgia Dome where the Falcons are going to host the Buccaneers. Eric? I think the Falcons are going to do what they did last year, front run, and they're going to beat the Buccaneers handily. Yeah, I really like the Buccaneers to really throw a lot in this game and uh, really get that offense going. Julio Jones is a really good football player, and so I like the Falcons to run away with it. You know, I think that you're not going to know a lot about these teams until after this week because they're both teams with big, big question marks. Uh, they're also two teams I really like, but Falcons are at home. And, you know, the secondary still needs to gel for that Tampa Bay team. I agree with the throwing of the ball, I think. Watch for Mohamed Sanu to have a good first game with the Falcons and a win right. by probably a 10 points. All right, here's a, here's a really good game that I think has a lot of questions. In Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, the Titans will play host to the Vikings. If I'm going first year, I'll say the Vikings can run that ball all day behind Adrian Peterson, Jarek McKinnon. I like them over the Tennessee Titans. And that having Jarek McKinnon available as a change of pace back does give the Vikings another dimension. It scares me that Sean Hill is just he's just an athlete, you know. It's it's at this point. Uh maybe if Sam Bradford was up to speed, and I know Sam I've said it a lot in this podcast, Sam Bradford's not like great or anything, but I think he's slightly better than Sean Hill. Uh let's not even talk about the trade. That's a terrible trade. Don't trade a first round pet for Sam Bradford, people. That's dumb. But he will help the team when he is healthy. Uh, I like Minnesota to pull this one out just barely. You know, I'm putting this one on upset watch. Tennessee has a healthy team Ooh. for what might be the only time this year. They have a really physical presence, the kind that can wear out a defense. You know, I could see this being a game where maybe Mariota makes a couple of big throws, makes an athletic play, and then the Titans sit on the ball well, with that, that two, run game. That the two-headed rest. rushing monster, you know, they have Derrick Henry and and... Oh my gosh, what, Demarco Murray. Demarco Murray. Why, yeah. Why couldn't I get that out of my mouth? And that that could wear down. But Harrison Smith is awesome, so I like the Minnesota pullout. I can see why you put on so watch. Vegas has Minnesota as just a one and a half point favorite. Uh, Cincinnati goes into MetLife Stadium to play the Jets as a two and a half point favorite. Kevin, uh, how is the Red Rifle gonna take out the Jets on the road? You know, Tyler Boyd's actually a weapon that's not being considered. If he ends up playing in the slot, that could be a really big weapon in this game because I don't think that the linebackers can cover both Tyler Boyd and Giovanni Bernard. If Eifert was in that game, I'd feel even better about the Bengals. They have a good defense, but let me put it this way. This game has week one playoff implications because both these teams are going to be within one game of the playoffs as we get to the end. Yes, this is a fight it out for the, for the wild card spot right here, and I think the Jets are going to come out really strong. The Jets' passing game is incredible. They have a million running backs that are worth playing. Chris Ivory, Bilal Powell, and Matt Forte now. Chris Ivory is on the Jaguars, my friend. Oh, sorry. Bilal Powell and Chris... Oh, wait, they Matt have another... Forte. They have a Forte. Back, don't they? All right. I'm well, sure they have one. Trey Main Pope. I screwed that up and wasted a bunch of our 16 minutes. Good job, me. So, the Jets, they are... Uh, I like the Jets to, to, to pull it out, though. They have a lot of offensive weapons in their defenses. Serviceable, especially Muhammad Wilkerson, really good defensive tackle. I like the Jets okay, but I think the Bengals are going to try and prove a lot after their big playoff loss last year. I like the Bengals in this game. All right, here's a good one. The Raiders are heading to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome to play New Orleans as a one-point underdog. I'm pretty sure we're all going to pick the Raiders here. Why is New Orleans' defense so bad? 
<laughs> because they never put anything into it. Leading, and Sean, leading, leading question. Yeah, no kidding. Sean Payton, I mean, that guy's got a job for as long as he has the owner under mind control. I actually like the Raiders in this game probably only by three. You know, I actually think the Raiders are going to throw him out of the building. I just don't think they have enough of a secondary to put up a fight on this, and the Raiders have enough of a running game and a good line. I do think that New Orleans' defense is going to improve, but that is improved from, like, the worst defense in the Northern Hemisphere to, like, 30th in the NFL. Say, this is one of those lines where people don't know about the Raiders yet. They think the Raiders are still the Raiders of three years ago. The Saints, oh, man, the Saints went to the Super Bowl not that long ago. Drew Brees is really good. So Vegas sits the line at New Orleans Orleans minus one, and they make, like, $110 billion off people just hammering New Orleans. The public just hammering New Orleans. The Sharps are the only thing keeping this line from moving out of control. Uh, and I think that the Raiders are going to just crush New Orleans. And over, they made enough signings in their secondary that they're going to be able to Over and under 51. Uh, that's a really high over under, and I still think it probably goes over. Uh, <laughs> wow. Chargers heading into Arrowhead Stadium to play the Chiefs. Kansas City a seven-point favorite. Kevin. What's Andy Reid going to order from Denny's after the game is over? Moon's over Miami, yes. but I uh, Kansas City started off one and five last year, finished eleven and five in twenty fourteen. They started off seven and three and went nine and seven in twenty thirteen. They started off nine and zero oh and went eleven and five and lost in the first round of the playoffs. So I'm going to pick the team. Chargers to win because I want Kansas City to make the playoffs. I have streaky team is what you're so, saying. Though. Yep, so I'm taking the Chargers to win so that Kansas City finishes eleven and five and makes the playoffs. <laughs> I have no faith in Phillip Rivers or the Chargers. I think the Chiefs win by fourteen. There's some there's some real weird like Chargers are actually good hype going on, and I don't get it. I don't know what you think about losing your best defensive player will make a team good and then having your top draft pick hold out the whole preseason. That's but, not that's yes. not a recipe for success. But Kansas I, City is banged up. And hasn't had a chance to gel this preseason. I think this is a good time for them to drop one. All right. I, I like I like Kansas City to win by a double digits also. Uh, so we head to our first game of the afternoon slate now. The Dolphins are heading to CenturyLink Field to face the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is 10.5 point favorites. Uh, everyone tell me, how many times will Ryan Tannehill get sacked this game? Three and a half. Okay. I have it three as well. I think five. I the. Seahawks are going to come out and just pressure, 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 pressure. Ten and a half is a big line, and it should be a big line. They're a lot better than the Miami Dolphins. That's a fact, but it will at least be a good test for Seattle's rebuilt offensive line. Yeah, the interior of the offensive line is going to have to work, and that looks like the new strength of the Seahawks offensive line is the interior looks really big and really strong. So we'll see if that interior can push around a guy like Donkey Kong Sue. Yep. I love the Hawks for life, but I think the Dolphins will have a lead at one point in this game. By possibly a touchdown. Possibly a touchdown, but Hawks win. All right, the Lions head to Lucas Oil Stadium to face the Indianapolis Colts. They are only three-and-a-half-point underdogs. How is this possible? I think people don't realize how much Calvin Johnson was a security blanket for Matt Stafford. But that being said, I don't think the Colts have the secondary to take advantage of it. They have Bethay and a lot of question marks. So I think the Lions are able to pull the upset, but I don't think they will. And I think the Colts eke this one out by, like, nine points and then everyone somehow thinks the Colts are really good even though they're not yeah the Colts can only pass they can pass 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 uh but that's all the Lions can do too so 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 it's uh kind of be a back and forth battle the Lions are are a little better on defense I think the home field really tilts it in the advantage of the Colts I would take the Colts by just a hair I would pick actually Lions plus three and a half if I was a betting man uh but I'll take Indianapolis 21-20. This is my shootout game and I have this 27. maybe, you know, over 45 points total. Lions win. 
All right, and we got uh, the Giants heading to AT&T Stadium in Arlington to face the Dak Prescott-led Cowboys, an even line, which means Vegas likes the Giants better than the Cowboys right now. Man, how can you bet against Eli Manning ever? Giants win. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) My answer is I've seen him play. Um, Dak Prescott, I think, has enough to put something together against a New York Giants defense that's still not that good. I mean... He was, he had a great completion percentage. He showed he can run the ball. I think Dak Prescott can lead him to a victory, and then the hype train will be real in Dallas. Okay, uh, uh, Eric, is this game the Super Bowl? (laughs) For for either (laughs) team? Then Eli Manning is not going to play very good. Uh, so the (laughs) Cowboys, Cowboys should win this game by running. They are going to run the ball. They're going to lean on Ezekiel Elliott and the best offensive line in the NFL. Uh, the, the problem, and that hopefully will keep their defense off the field enough that they're rested well because they need to be rested since they're not talented. Uh, I look for the Cowboys to, to win this one, but not by much more than a touchdown. All right, we go to Sunday night's game. The Patriots, led by Jimmy Garoppolo, will head to University of Phoenix Stadium to face the revamped Cardinals defense. Or actually, you know what? I'll, I want to say revamped. Enhanced is maybe a better word. This Cardinals defense is stacked. Uh, Cardinals are favored by six. You know, the Cardinals are sneaky bad at one of their cornerback spots. But that being said, there's more than enough talent to absolutely tear this Patriots team to shreds. And so, I mean, I'm going to take the Cardinals by probably two touchdowns. The Cardinals? Bruce Arians will not take his foot off the gas. Cardinals will rip this offensive line to shreds. The offensive line for the Patriots is awful. So I, I really like the Cardinals to win big here. What a big schedule break for the Arizona Cardinals. They are going to win by double digits against the Patriots. All right, we're heading to FedEx Field, Landover, Maryland. The Washington football team takes on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's are favored by three. And another thing about this line you got to think about, too, is people love betting on the Steelers. I think this is going to be the exciting game on Monday night, and meaning it will be competitive, but Pittsburgh wins by seven. You know, I think Pittsburgh's a better team. They have more talent. The defense is questionable, but there's just no running game there for Washington. And so I think D'Angelo Williams, there's just so many weapons on that offense, even without Bell and without Martavis Bryant, that I have the Steelers probably by 10, yeah. but that's not really an indictment of the Redskins so much as an endorsement of the Steelers. Yeah, watch out for the, watch out for D'Angelo Williams to show why he's probably the best backup running back in the NFL. He's, He's super talented for for backup, and he gets to play in a great offense. He's going to run for at least 100 yards. All right, the Rams head to Levi Stadium to take on the 49ers. The Rams are favored by two and a half. Can Blaine Gabbert pull it off in Gabbert time? Man, Case Keenum or Jared Goff, either way, there's no passing game for this Rams team. But that being said, you know, who's going to stop the run? when Gurley comes down the line. So I think this is going to be pretty low scoring. It's going to be, you know, smash mouth, dirt bag type football. Um, we're looking at probably like 17, 13 Rams. Yeah, luckily this game starts at 1020 Eastern time, which means it can be used as a, you know, way to go to sleep for most people. This uh, <laughs> this is not a great football game. It's not something to get excited about. I like the Rams a little bit, but... You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Gabbert if Gabbert was down thirteen ten in the fourth quarter and came back and won at seventeen thirteen. That would not shock me at all. No. So this this game's a toss up. I would never bet on it in a million years. The it's the can't move it object versus the stoppable force. <laughs> in the NFC West preview, I said the 49ers were gonna shock the world. They're gonna win this game by three. Field goal at the end. 
I can dig it. Yeah, totally believable. All right, so we've got our 16 games in 16 minutes. Uh, next time I'll try to remember what Team Chris Ivory's on, and we will see you next week.